What episode is this? Eight. Wow. Um, eight episodes in, and it feels like we we've actually haven't been doing this that long, but I guess we have. Um, I guess this one is the first like super somber episode. Uh, we've always come at it with like trying to be funny, um, and we're still gonna try to be funny on this one. But I do just kind of want to start on a note to say, rest in peace to Garrett Foster, and rest in peace to David Brooks Jr. Um, both of whom. Um, one was killed by police, the latter, and the former was killed by a counter-protester. Um, and um, I guess first we could talk about David Brooks Jr. Um, this took place, I don't want to give away we record too uh, heavily, but this took place in North Carolina where we both live and record. Um, and this is very clearly, and, and there are so many situations like this where it's so very clearly a Second Amendment issue. Um, and, and he was, you know, using his right to bear arms and got killed for it as a black man. And it just happens all too often where it's like the Second Amendment only applies to, to certain people in our country. Um, yeah. And Okay, if you can go into the story, because I'm pretty unaware of that, honestly. Really? So it just yeah. happened. Um, it happened in Roxborough. Um, and basically, man injured an officer-involved shooting, which I, I love how they say officer-involved shooting. Like, you know, that, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, like... The officer was involved in the, the shooting. Is basically it's basically... Like, I, I don't know. It's very bad, yeah. but... Yeah. yeah. It's like cheating on your girl and being like, yeah, I had a... It was a, you know... It was an entanglement. It was an, it was a it was a sex involved incident. Yeah. It was a it was like I don't I got hit, that was it. That was it. That was it. Um <coughs> and truly uh I just don't yeah, I don't I, I, it what the, the the show of force and we've talked about it before. But there is a show of force right now on the streets. Things have ticked up. Cops, instead of getting less balls, have gotten more ballsy. Um, and, or, and, and ballsy is one way to read it, and I'm sure for some of them it's true. Nervous is another way to read it. These cops have gotten more sketchy. They think everyone's out to fucking get them and kill them. Mm-hmm. And a combination of both of those things are why we're seeing an uptick in these incidents. I mean, it's fucking unreal that in the course of 24 hours, we have this happen in North Carolina... And then across the country in Austin, we have, I mean, this is like, shit happens that's too on the nose. Yeah. It seems like a lot of what you've been saying in the past is is really is coming to light. Yeah. Like, in our prior conversations, even this podcast. Yeah. I remember us, you were talking about this one. Well, you lived with me when Trump got elected. Yeah. And I like lost. I every motherfuckers thought I was crazy. I yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was not good. And and yeah, no, like I. And so let me just say this. So I don't. I, I want to talk about Gary Foster, but there have been. He is an example of things that have been happening that are too. It's almost like you. If you wrote a book about a fascist America, this would be like too on the nose. It would be like this is shitty writing. This. So you literally had lightning strike the Statue of Liberty. Last week during this fascist takeover, like t- two on the nose, the shit that's going on. Mm. Uh, you know, you'd call it heavy-handed. This guy was pushing his paraplegic black wife during the protest. Yeah, that is wow. Unarmed or armed? Yeah, armed with a forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, what I meant to say by armed was he was not. His finger was not on the trigger. He's not pointing the gun at anybody like the McClockskys, who everyone was in a rush to defend. Yeah. This guy just had a gun. And what clearly happened was there's this car that pulls in, and people are trying to say, oh, well, the protesters were slapping this guy's car, making him nervous. Here's a guy who pulls into the protest to try to start some shit and to get a provocation, and motherfuckers just slapping the car saying, get the fuck out of here. And, and obviously, if you go there looking to start some shit, I've been at protests. I've been at protests that have been blocking traffic. I've been at protests that have been through traffic. Unilaterally, in North Carolina, it almost felt like honking became a symbol of solidarity. People would honk, everyone would go, yeah, and and you'd celebrate. Nobody's attacking cars, but there would be those cars and people that were silent and looked straight ahead. And people would leave those people alone. 
Then there'd be those cars where people are flipping people off or are, are visibly angry. or and, and those people would get some some birds, like a middle finger. But even that, I didn't see. But you know what? I also didn't see any drivers acting as crazy as witness reports are saying this guy was acting. Mm. This guy was in there trying to start some shit. And this guy who was out there doing the right thing, standing by his life, armed, which is his right. Yeah. Killed. And Texas everyone, is definitely an open carry. Yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know the specifics, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's good legally. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and and, it's, and everyone's in a rush to be like, well, he was armed, blah, 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 and he pointed. Oh, I think he pointed the gun. I mean, the rumors coming out of MAGA Twitter, it's disgusting. It's uh, it's actually disgusting. Um, and it's just it's fucking gross. I will say this: the GoFundMe for his family. Um, is already at eighty thousand, which I think is thirty thousand above uh, the goal. We'll and put we'll put the links for yeah. Well, actually, we'll put the link in the bio for that. Although that's pretty funded, I actually think what we will put is a uh, triad abolition project is taking donations. There were some big protests in Winston Salem over the weekend where activists were arrested, and on top of that, um, there's now all these organizations uh, rallying for David Brooks tonight, um, and I'm sure people will end up arrested, and I'm sure bail funds will need funding. So. Links to all that will be in the bio. Um, and, and, you know, let's support kinetic action. David Brooks was killed. I'm happy that the next night um, people are willing to go out in the streets and confront this evil in the face. Okay. Um, if I wasn't at the moment um, quarantined for two weeks from being in a state that had a bunch of cases, I'd be going. I actually was going to go and uh, was, you know, reminded that I'd probably be doing more harm than good if I do have COVID at the moment. So I think I'm about to hit CBS and get a get a test though, because I'm trying to get back out there, man. Um, I'm really I'm really feeling angry at the moment, and I just wanna I wanna get out there and just show my solidarity, because I am uh, I'm feeling the energy again, man. I'm not feeling like people are trying to co-opt it. I'm not feeling like people are trying to put in the to put the energy in the wrong place. Um, what's hilarious is I think this crazy overstep by Trump has reinvigorated. Um, everything across the nation yeah. and because uh, I think people might have been satisfied with just the statues mm. but then for him and to he couldn't even just let that people couldn't even just let people have the statues we gotta take, bring in the federal why, why, I, I just want to know what is so special about those five years of your great grandpappy's life that that I don't get. Like, why do you? Why do they hold on to that so much? I, it, 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 I mean, we know why. I mean, what yeah. it actually represents, and, and that's why it's so fucking. Uh, it's it's such bad faith when people make these arguments about history mm. and shit. It's uh, it's bullshit. But let me say this, fucking. <laughs> Nigga is getting comfortable right now. Yeah. <laughs> let me say this, fucking. I. Uh, well, you know, on the statue thing, I think it's important to people. Because it's like a symbol of power. And that's why it's fucked up that it's there in the first place. Mm -hmm. And people feel like they're losing their power Mm -hmm. to the mob. Which isn't like... And that's that's really what they've been sold. Is that like Mm -hmm. the mob wants to rewrite history. Yeah, and it's and I don't I don't know exactly. But the thing, but the concept of rewriting history is so dumb because we're not taking it out of any books. We're not like denying that it happened. No, this in fact, us. I think people want to put more in the books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to talk about how, yeah, to actually tell people what fucking went on and shit. You know. Yeah. But I guess people are just too stupid to understand that. Yeah, or too propagandized to understand that. I think it's propagandized, and I think it's it, it's it's for to an extent, but it's obviously bigoted people who, like, I think a lot of the people who are defending the monument in Graham, the mm-hmm. one where Sam Atlaw was hung, and it's literally the founder of the KKK. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any cognitive dissidents there where people are like, oh, well, it's history. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Yeah, I think people know <laughs> exactly what they're defending. <laughs> like, you know, like, so don't get me, don't get it twisted. But I do think that, um, yeah, but, you know, I do think a lot of it's in fucking bad faith. I just, uh, I'm excited that it seems that the Fed overstep mm. has reinvigorate things to a level where now people are actually going to look at, okay, what is the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security? Mm-hmm. 
let's look at all the power that we've given the government. What? Like, I think people are going to be analyzing structures because now they've come into contact with America putting down free speech. And it goes to show, like, I don't think a Biden or a Democrat would have utilized the Department of Homeland Security, which, let's talk about this for a second. When 9-11 happens, whatever fascists, you know, the people who, the real fascists, the planners, the people in there that know the end goal and know what they're protecting, it was a great time to erode civil liberties and to start building the empire, the real empire. Mm -hmm. And so they build the fucking Department of Homeland Security, which no one's about to object to after 9-11. Mm -hmm. And that's what's difficult is, you to, to actually fight fascism in 2001, would have taken siding with the terrorists or or empathizing with them more than you empathized with your own nation. Yeah. It would have taken looking at the Middle East and going, hmm, should we erode the rights of these people? And and what is the story here? Why did they attack us? It, it, you know, and instead but obviously that's the most difficult fucking thing to do yeah. so it's a slam dunk so they just they got all this shit through and then now for two decades the department of homeland security has existed in i mean the training is just not what it is for other uh law enforcement agencies in any way mm -hmm. um it is militarized to shit there's some legislation i was reading something about it but basically they are the dumping ground for all like we were talking a little bit about the pipeline from the military to the police departments mm -hmm. and how they get their surplus shit. The Department of Homeland Security really gets a lot of the surplus shit. Yeah, and that's like the only, all we really do is defense contracts. We produce weapons and tanks and and all the shit for warfare in this country. That's what we do. Those are the contracts we produce. That's like our main shit. Mm -hmm. So there's this huge surplus that's going to the Department of Homeland Security. So we've been bolstering this like fascist, like Gestapo. For decades, and 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 if you listen to the media, you would think that Trump started this shit uh, in three, three years ago in a secret White House meeting. Not that it's been in the background this whole entire fucking time. And I don't know. I think we really like. I think people will be left with a lasting impression of, okay, no, we need to ensure. Even if I don't agree with, and that's what it is. Like, it's there's no such thing as a good protester, a bad protester, good human being, bad human being. You need to always fight for human rights unilaterally, and I, 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 I like even even a terrorist, even fucking Al Qaeda in two thousand one. It should have been hold on, but it's hard to do that. They're gonna take the worst of you, the person you hate and that you don't want to empathize with, and they're and that's who they're gonna use to erode rights, and that's that's the and that's what is beyond fucked. And that's what I think they're trying to do with the protest. They are out here. Why are they responding to unarmed protesters? Like these federal troops that are here, to, uh, quote unquote, defending federal property. This is what these are Border Patrol troops and DEA and SWAT that are used when you're like going after someone who's armed, where you're expecting armed resistance. Mm -hmm. It is not armed resistance in the streets. But they're coming with arms because they want armed resistance. If you want to get shot, you shoot. Like, that's what they want armed resistance so that they can justify what they're going to do. They want someone that they can hold as a terrorist, as an al-Qaeda, over the rest of the nation to justify eroding the liberties of every single dissenter in the system. And, and, and I really worry that we're going to give that to them. Because I even feel it, and I talked about this in the last episode, everyone's pissed, everyone's angry, people are armed, and, and they are showing that they're willing to, to provoke us and to come at us with insane, unnecessary force. And then I think where you get people that end up murdering protesters, like we saw in Austin, mm. that they see the government doing that and they get the okay. They get the, oh, this is what we're doing. And we don't care about these people enough where I'm going to get away with this. And, you know, there have been people who have gotten away with running over protesters, mm. killing protesters. There was one video that went viral about a month ago. And I forgot the details, but a dude literally drove his truck, like an 18-wheeler or some shit, over a bunch of protesters, and then he's smoking a cig with the cops afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, no handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa! I don't know, maybe it was an 18-wheeler. Who the fuck? 
I don't know the specifics. I don't want to say it was an 18 wheeler that ends up being a four wheeler. Whatever the fuck happened there? Yeah, yeah I mean, you throw a water bottle, you're getting in cuffs. So how is this guy ran over people? Hey, I'm still gonna sing. Yeah. And like chilling. Yeah, chilling. And it's just, I uh, yeah. And the whole like, it's you know, you you, you can get hit if you're in the road. I'm pretty sure if you just run over someone standing in the street, it's still a manslaughter. Tr- I'm not sure. Yeah, how that no, works. I'm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's is exactly how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's not the rule. So don't believe the Facebook meme your aunt shared. Uh, yeah. It's not cool to just run over protesters, and definitely not cool to shoot them. Um, yeah, if you're late to Pilates, doesn't mean you can run over a fucking protester, you yeah. dick. And this is not me saying that if uh, a bunch of protesters pulled over a car on the side of the road and pointed assault rifles at it and were like, fuck you, say Black Lives Matter, piggy, he doesn't have a right to then fire back, sure. Yeah, yeah. But that's like not at all what's fucking going on. No, no. Don't let them paint that picture. It's There's literally no evidence to support that that is even remotely what's going on. And that's why I just get a kick out of the, oh, in the street, they're the real fascists. Oh, 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 but Dr. Jones, by punching me, you have become the real fascist, said the Nazi. <laughs> like, no, that's not how that fucking works. And, and, and it's, it's literally... So here's a good example of this shit. Um, it's like a double standard that is applied to people on the left and not applied to anybody else. And the best example of this is like on the discourse online. Like, you could literally have a Democrat, left, let's say more liberal-leaning journalist talking horribly about the protests, really saying shit that is meant... Right-wing talking points about protesters. Yeah. Talking about, oh, they're shutting down free speech, they're fascists, la la la. If you were to reply to this person and say, like, hey, man, fuck you, the, the, you know, or and explain your side of the argument... People are going to reply to you and go, why are you being divisive? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when really, it's the liberal journalist who's trying to divide the good protesters from the bad protesters mm-hmm. and play that game. They're being divisive. not even divide, but subconsciously, uh, I guess, categorize these people. Yeah. It's those people, they don't get asked that question. It, it's yeah. the people who then argue with them in response. Mm-hmm. And so it's literally like, and it, it's basically the same double standard with the police. The police can attack us all day. And then you attack them a drop back, and it's oh whoa 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 mm-hmm. violent. You what? You're gonna use violence? That makes you no better than a fascist. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, but what about the fascists using violence? Oh, well they're fascists. They use the fascists. It's like yeah. it's like why? Oh, no, no, yeah. So it's just it's so uh, it's it's not. And until we learn to not uh, divide ourselves up, we're gonna be we're gonna have some trouble. Um, and I don't. I don't know, and you know what, all right, let me specifically talk about journalists for a second here. Are you aware of who Andy No is? No. Ugh. Actually, no, I'm, is he out of like Washington or something like yeah, that? Seattle, yeah, Seattle. Seattle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know a little bit about him. Didn't he get beat up in like one protest? Like he's a couple famous years for ago. getting his ass beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the, famous for getting yeah, his ass yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah, he got his ass beat. Yeah, I know that guy. And do you know who Michael Tracy is? No. He's like a much... Uh, uh, he's basically picture... Remember the South Park episode with World of Warcraft? Yes. And there's the guy who's on his computer, <laughs> the older guy yes, with yes, the glass. Yes. That's what Michael Tracy looks like. Wow. And he is basically um, a liberal version of Andy No. So let's start with who Andy No is. Andy No popped up... I don't think... It, it was after Charlottesville... But a protest somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, sometime after the Women's March in Charlottesville. So, you know, I think he saw what went on with Antifa and saw the discourse and saw how many people were willing to give, like, Richard Spencer a platform to be like, I should not have been punched. That violates free speech. I think he saw how much room people on that side of the argument were given in the media and said, oh, this is a great, I'll, this is an awesome grift. Let me do, do that. And so this guy starts filming. He's like, I'm going to report on how evil Antifa is and how they want to shut down free speech. So he goes into the crowd, starts filming people, exposing their identities. And his big thing was, prior to him ever getting a shit beat out of him, there was this group, Adam Waffen. It's like literally a Nazi group and other Nazi groups. 
Andy you No know, would leak lists of protesters and Antifa to them. Like, basically on some, like, yeah, like, go deal with the threat yeah. type shit. So this guy's, like, a Nazi. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not really... Dukes masquerades as a journalist. And you're not allowed to touch him or, or take his camera because that would be... You'd be the fascist then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's his grip. And so he shows up at protests with his dumb fucking face and voice and, and, <laughs> and, and waddles the fuck around. And then when people are like, hey, fuck you... He's like, oh, and here they go again. The intolerant left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't get why people just like, if you go there to start shit, you, why would you not expect people to just not take it? 100%. And not be just disrespecting them blatantly to their friends. 100%. Remember when Eric Andre went to the RNC? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones calls him on stage. So mind you... <laughs> He's not like he's not like invading or like intruding. Alex Jones is like, you buddy, come up here. And walking up to the stage, motherfuckers are just punching Eric Andre. <laughs> I don't even think they know who he is. It's just like a brown dude who's acting loud. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. And like, you don't see people on the left writing fucking thesis statements on like the intolerant RNC violated one of our cherished journalists, Eric Andre. Like, you know, like, nobody wrote that article. And, and it's because Eric Andre went there to start shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, so it's just like, it's truly, it's fucking wild. But so now, Andy No ends up speaking to Congress this year. And, and not only that, Andy No, so he gets the shipping out of him first time, doesn't go viral enough. So then, <laughs> and this was years ago now, then, and then it's like, no, Andy, fuck Andy No, and then like basically on the left there's this consensus, here's this Nazi fuck. And I kind of felt like it had been dealt with, but he was never deplatformed. He was like given a check mark on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've, He's in many ways been legitimized and given a voice in bigger outlets now, too. Um, Fox News, namely. So there were protests not that long ago where Andy No got a milkshake thrown at him and claimed... I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Claimed that there was a concrete mixture in the milkshake that gave him a concussion. Um, which, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't Andy know. I don't Andy know. <laughs> No, on some real shit, I just don't, like, that doesn't check out. I don't know about any of that. Um, And it's like, it's almost a way of taking what is something harmless, which is throwing milkshakes on people. And then being like, actually, it's a weapon of mass destruction. Like, it's so hilarious. Um, And Like, people are taking the time out with spoons to ruin a milkshake they got from McDonald's. Mm -hmm. That machine barely fucking works in general. Why would you waste that shit? Antifa shoved me in a locker, and the inside was actually lead paint meant to give me cancer. Like, no, we just shoved you in a fucking locker. Because you're a loser, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, this dipshit got a milkshake dumped on him, and that ends up on Fox News. And then that uh, culminates, and then so I'm sure he gets a bigger following from that, you know, keeps on going. And then during these protests, obviously, he's become a voice for all the, like, people that want an excuse to not support the protests. He's been giving it to them. And this fucking guy literally speaks to Congress about Antifa and this is like part of how Trump has been able to do his thing and it's kind of yeah I'll say it it kind of goes to show that before he got a chance to talk to Congress (laughs) it's gonna be a real big beep right there Redacted. But but truly... But I I also agree with those sentiments. This this man is a fascist who's been walking amongst us for years. And you know what? At this point, I think the damage would have been equivalent whether he fucking disappeared or whether he got beat up and thrown on Fox News eight different times. I think it would have been about the same damages. From the fucking jump, this guy should have been fucking dealt with. It's disgusting that he's been allowed to go to Congress. And the reason that we have the pact now, the pact being the super fascist name for the the group that is, that's what Trump is calling the secret police, the pact. The Protecting American Communities Task Force. So, the most fascist sounding shit ever. And you know, led to that. And so anyway, now that he talked to Congress, a bunch of other grifters in the liberal media who are slowly losing their influence because, uh, for many obvious reasons we discussed on the show, 
like Michael Tracy, namely, decided, oh, I could do the Andy Nogriff, but for Democrats, and or for a more lefty, a more professional, a less, a less explicitly Nazi way, and I can probably be given a huge platform and voice. Mm. So Michael Tracy has taken it up, up doing this. And this guy, who's ostensibly somewhat progressive, or was at some point, I don't really know his history, this guy is posting things like two white teenagers with a sign that says Black Trans Lives Matter, and he's posting that with, like, no caption necessary. Which is, like, Nazi shit. It's like, yeah, it's hilarious they'd support trans lives, haha. Like, yeah, just truly... And, and this guy is doing the same anti-no shit of, like, basically taking, singling out photos of a protest or certain protesters or, like, the one loudest person. And the hilarious thing is they can't even get anything that good. Like, they're not even that good at... Like, they, I've yet to see them, like... There's not a video of protesters lighting Molotov cocktails. But it's it's just like minor shit. Yeah, but it's been good enough for Trump. To it's get been good enough for Trump. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, which is mm-hmm. fucked up. And yeah. but this Michael Tracy guy ends up he's walking amongst the Portland protesters, and <laughs> one guy walks up to him and goes, "Hey man, Black Lives Matter." And he goes, "Okay." And he goes, "Hmm, will you say Black Lives Matter?" And and Michael Tracy's like, "Black Lives Matter, I guess." And they realize, oh, this guy didn't want to say it. So they take his fucking phone. <laughs> Stop filming, dickhead. And they ask him, they go, will you download the app that blurs protesters' faces? And he goes, it's a public event. If you're in public, you expect to get filmed. And his, like, nerdy, angry voice. And so they're like, fuck you, buddy. Get the fuck out of here. Because he's mm-hmm. clearly just recording and snitching. In a time where people are getting snatched up by federal agents... Yeah, this is not the time to be just exposing people's identities and yeah. stuff like that. Nope. And especially not when there's extremists that look at people like Andy Noe and Michael Tracy. You should not be putting people's faces out there. Because there are already people disappearing. There are already people being hung from fucking trees. So it, it's clear what they're trying to do. And don't let this guy tell you, oh, I'm doing journalism. I'm reporting on a public event. It's clear what this guy's in there trying to do. It's clear how he's trying to frame it. And whether it's intentional or not. And by the way, it's fucking intentional. Mm-hmm. Fuck this guy. He just, I, I, honestly, Michael Tracy deserved to get the shit beaten out of him. What happened was he ran the fuck away. At first, he walks away, and then in the video, you hear his flat feet bang, fat ass banging the fucking ground. And no one's even chasing him anymore. The man makes it down like, you know, four blocks away before he's like, stops. And like, the dude panicked, freaked the fuck out. Meanwhile, no one even said anything that bad. They're just like, get the fuck out of here. Hey, get the fuck out. And like, people just start chanting. He's like, you know, he had flashbacks to when he got swirling in high school, this fucking loser. And yeah, so this fucking prick is now doing Andy Knows Rift, and there are well meaning Democrats that are like looking at it like this isn't okay, we need it, you know. And it is like, and so what's funny is I've been dicking around on some more alt righty forums um, on Instagram. I filed like three pages. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to like kind of see like what what the vibe is and how they're feeling about the protests, because mm-hmm. you know how the Trumpers and the Fox Newsies are feeling. Yeah, Antifa's doing fascism and they're coming to the suburbs. Like, yeah, they like truly believe that. Yeah, like people are trying to redirect the protests to like those areas to it's, actually hit people where they actually own property. You know yeah, what I mean that's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that. It's truly nuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, motherfuckers really thought there, that there was, like, an Antifa caravan coming to this one state, and they pulled it over, like, all these cops, like, this task force, mm-hmm. and it ended up being, like, a, a traveling caravan of jugglers. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? Which is, like, the fu- yeah, which is the funniest possible thing. It's like... That is pure joke. Yeah, it's just fucking comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you know where those people stand. So, and I, they, and there's a lot of infighting among them right now because a lot of them are anti. Really? A lot, yeah, a lot of them are anti-government and tyranny, and a lot of them are obviously anti-commie and communist and the leftists. And I think on the, the right, on the right, yeah, like but on the right, is that what you're talking about? Among the more extreme ones, like the Donald yeah. Trump extremists. Yeah, and I think why they got sold on Donald Trump was he was like, I'm going to combat the system. I'm going to drain the swamp, and they bought into that. You know. And so there are so anti-government people on the right that are kind of like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. They're big time. Huge contingent of them. And there's a bunch of infighting. 
um, yeah. because some people are like, you're going to support the lefties and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I saw one of them say very eloquently, the dangers of supporting the lefties and the commies, which is funny that that's what they call us, the commies. Mm-hmm. Um, the dangers in supporting the commies are much less than the huge dangers of supporting the government kidnapping dissenters and throwing them in unmarked vans because we'd be next and that's how they view it and I do not disagree if the liberals were in power if it was fucking Joe Biden making the decisions it probably would be that way mm-hmm. so you know what they're not wrong <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah they're really not and uh yeah so I don't know it's just interesting yeah just, just something that is that's very interesting, interesting for me. yeah that's crazy to think about that they would think about mm-hmm. they're next because we kind of talked we touched a little bit of that yeah. last episode too yeah and to a guy like Michael Tracy, the left is a greater threat to him mm-hmm. than uh, the military throwing dissenters in the vans. Because mm-hmm. the left and dissenters on both the right and the left are a threat to overpaid media dickheads like him who want to maintain the status quo and what is the acceptable realm of thought. And uh, much less, he's not worried about the government kidnapping him and throwing him into a van. He maintains the fucking status quo and gets paid handsomely to do so. So he's more threatened by the left and the commies. And I have to ask, obviously we know where our listeners stand, but I think it's time to ask the question to the people in our families who might be support the action that the government are taking. We need to have these difficult conversations with people in our lives. And I, I know even personally I've had these conversations. We all know people that support what's going on and that the overstep that the feds are taking. Yeah. That is the question that you need to pose to them is, what's the bigger threat to you? And, and, and truly, if people really feel like the left and the commies are a bigger threat to them and really feel that strong, like they depend on the status quo, you can deprogram that. You can show people how they actually don't benefit from the status quo. That's a conversation you can have with people and something that people have a fundamental understanding of to an extent. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, people definitely understand their place in society, but I think... We could definitely tell and show them how it could be better yeah. through, I guess, different means other than capitalism. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. Yep. Because, because, you know, the gap is always going to be there. And I think getting people to realize that is the biggest thing, is that they are just as dependent on us. As, yeah. You know. Big time. And, and, and what's funny is... I've been asking myself, what is like the next step for the protests? Mm-hmm. And I think what it really is, is a, we need to do a general strike. Because what comes next, like the next option, obviously, to respond to what their overstep would be violence, right? The fun answer is, let's all take up arms and go have the Civil War. But the thing is, they'll win. They had, they, they, they've had the military surplus. Listen, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think the right guerrilla tactics, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, I'm not saying they'd win. It would be a good fight. We'd sure take a whole lot of them with them if they did win, but you know, I, I whatever. I don't. I don't want to say revolution is impossible, and I don't want to say that. I, I don't want to see it. I would maybe love to see it happen, mm-hmm. but I think what's way more realistic um, is that you know we keep in the streets and keep the, the fire on the protest. But on top of that, what our response to the overstep. What they want is the violent response so that they can justify even more violence and really roll the tanks out of the streets. Yeah. What we need to do is do as much as we can do peacefully to fuck up the money. Mm-hmm. And that would be a general strike. And what's fucked up now is I think everyone's so struggling in this pandemic that people can't afford to be like, I'm not going into my job. And I, I really don't know how to work around that. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take everyone. I think the only power we really have is to all band together and say, no, we're not going to, we're not going to work today. And no one's working. And we halt commerce. And, and, we, and, the, and the, the 1% loses all the money that would have trickled up that day. Because yeah. they do need us. We, you're exactly right. We have the numbers. Um, and they're ready to beat us in the street and to beat us with violence. And I think we need to be ready to beat them with solidarity and standing with each other. And, and in many ways, we have. Um, I, I see it more now more than ever, honestly. Yeah. And that's so encouraging, especially in in light of how much they're trying to divide people mm-hmm. up. Yeah, because like honestly, it what you see on social media sometimes it almost seems like they're winning, but then like you see the response in Portland yeah. to when they actually you know brought out the Gestapo yeah. shit. Yeah, and there's even more people out the next day. Yeah, and, and even last night it keeps growing, growing, growing. Yeah, 
That's amazing. Man. And so a little update is I don't I think they've slowed up the rollout of uh, the federal troops. I've not seen much since the last episode. Um, we talked about Lori Lightfoot. I've not seen anything out of Chicago yet. Um, something I do want to note though is Chicago is not Portland. Um, Portland is a white city with mm-hmm. a lot of white radicals. Mm-hmm. Chicago less so. I'm worried Chicago is going to be more of a bloodbath. And I worry that there are people in Chicago and gangs and groups of people who rightly so would respond with violence to these federal troops. Yeah, they call it shower act for a fucking reason. Yeah, and and I really worry that um, that's why Chicago was picked and that Lori Lightfoot really did sign the fucking death warrant of the revolution by letting the troops into that city. Because Portland was great. You had the wall of moms, the wall of dads. Shit, you and I grandpas with leaf blowers. And there was a video last night. I mean, they put fences up. Motherfuckers took down the fence. I mean, it's it's crazy what's going on. I mean, Portland is organized. They're on it. They're active. The, the I mean, literally, they're tear gassing themselves. There's so many blow torches, blow uh, leaf blowers out there right now. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, nuts. The leaf blowing dads coming out. Yeah, with the, with the appliances on yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, like that's awesome. That's the most American shit too. That, just like a yeah. fleet of Home Depot shoppers. <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of dads yeah. in Antifa shirts with blowtorches. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, dude, it rules, yeah. and uh, I do like that shit's great. But it sucks because I don't know that you're gonna be able to see that in in Chicago as much. And uh, we talked last time about how it's unfortunate that it has to be the wall of dads and moms, and they have to be white dads and moms. Mm-hmm. It can't be, you know. I even think I used the example of like a gangbanger or someone with face tats or like, you know, someone uh, someone who society would cast as a criminal or, or, or the enemy or, mm-hmm. you know, and it needs like, because th- that that's going to be a lot of the response in Chicago and when federal troops unload on those people, it, we need to react the same way we would have had they unloaded on the wall moms in Portland and I'm incredibly concerned that is the one that, that that is on the horizon, and I'm deeply worried about how Chicago is going to go. Um, I do think they're slowing up the rollout though, because they realized how badly they fucked up in Portland, mm-hmm. and they realized, oh shit, maybe this isn't the best strategy. Because yeah. I really think it gave people a conception of what's really there. They should have saved it for when it really was socialist revolution. Like you know what I'm saying. I think most people in power are actually okay with like the Black Lives Matter thing. They they're cool mm-hmm. with taking down the statue, changing the episodes, and kneeling in front of the games. Yeah. They'll do all the little things to to quash the. They would have honestly. They fucked up by not just letting them tear down the statues because like people I think would have been satisfied and gone home. Yeah. They sh- and they should have saved the fucking fascist things they had in place like the DHS. Because clearly this was the plan. That's why they've been getting the military surplus. This is what they're there for, so that they can quickly be the extrajudicial branch of the executive units of Qualm and he like that and to get get people out like that. Mm. And and I mean, it's just oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. I don't even know what I want to say, but it's it's disgustingly latitude to be built in the first place. And I think it, but people now have a conception of oh shit, it's there. Um, and and they, they would use this against us. But by using it against us here, they've almost fucked up. It's like, for what? Yeah. You've expo- you've taken the mask off of what the American Empire is. Mm-hmm. For what reason? Now everybody knows. And I don't think people are just going to be cool with going home okay. I think people are going to want to like disband the DHS. Yeah. Like, I don't think people are going to want that to exist anymore. And like, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And um, I think people are now actually really going to take a look at, oh, my God, these these agencies, their budgets are insane. Okay, number, what would you say to the, I guess, the the counterpoint of, oh, we need that for our, our homeland security. I guess we are, we would be an exposed nation if we dismantled the, Once again, the DHS. It, we didn't have it until, like, less than two decades ago. Yeah. And it until 9-11. Yeah. Until 9-11. And, and I, I don't know what terrorist attacks they've actually prevented. And they talk about... And, and here's what's hilarious. But then again, we have had our fair share of terrorist attacks since then, right? I mean, the Boston bombing. And yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, it's like... Shit gets under the radar. Yeah, shit gets under the radar still. And I haven't heard of them stopping a massive one. 
I've heard of them. I have heard of them stopping one. Like, there was a Times Square. Guy. Yeah, that's this. But even that, I think it wasn't even like that direct. I think that was still like a sting operation. There was a little bit of uh, entrapment there. Like, you know, there were agents involved and undercovers like, yeah. hey, it would be cool if you bought a box. Like, you know, and that's literally <laughs> what they'd be doing, bro. Like, there's this story of these two FBI agents. It was literally this, like, Muslim with Down syndrome who they, like, gave a bunch of money to, like, go into a store and buy bombs and, like, equip fertilizer or some shit. And then when he came out, they're like, oh, we got you. <laughs> like, yeah, like, bro. like the, And they're like, yep, we did it again. Stop the terrorists. That's why we need $6 billion. <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> That's why we need $6 billion. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, like, it's wild shit. And, uh... I think, um, I'm just, uh, I really worry about how Chicago's going to play out. And, uh, it, it, it disgusts me that we're even facing this down, um, like a true federal invasion of a city, of a, of a black city. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, or at least a significantly more black city than Portland is. Um, and that's why Chicago's, I think, the focus of all these people's, you know, anger. It's like, oh, Chicago, that city, and yeah, it's bad there, but... Why is it bad there? Can we like discuss yeah, maybe, maybe what what happened and all the jobs I got fucking all the jobs that moved to other fucking countries? Like, there's real reasons why it's bad there, and I hate to break it to most of America. It's not black people, and it's not it's not fucking Chief Keef and drill music. No, they it is capitalism. No, they've limited their access to wealth. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, they can't. The, the schools around there are not properly funded. They're, no. they're, they're funded by the property taxes and where they all live in the project housing. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that's going to not breed the best people Yeah. if you put them in that environment. I just don't get why people don't see that. It's crazy. Because, uh, you know, I was, I was watching something the other day, and I think people like Ben Shapiro, they need out, like, ex, ex, outward racism to happen for them to be like, Oh yeah, that is wrong. That's why some of them argue like, "Oh, institutional racism isn't a thing because they can't because there are no laws that expressly favor white, black people, Asian people, or anything like that." They just don't see beyond the, I guess, implicit racism that is there. That's well, what I'm trying to say. I they don't think it's like specifically a guy like Ben Shapiro. He does see it. It's that. Whenever there's enough of a gray area, they could argue that it's not racist. They will. Yeah, they they, they say it's more of like, oh, it's personal choice and the culture around the. <laughs> yep, that's just such a dumb argument in general. Like, yeah. yeah, you can't. What, what can you do with that? If there's people like that that are feeding the new generation of young people who are coming up in high school that are going to youth and government and shit like that. Well, you know? what's gross is um, I heard, and yeah, there is. And and we, we are going to do an episode on the alt right pipeline. Mm. Um, I think we're going to try to have somebody on that used to be a member of the alt right and ended up coming to the light. Um, and we're going to talk about how the YouTube algorithm kind of you watch like literally. I've talked about how Tucker Carlson hilariously sometimes accidentally says pro communist things. So I watch, <laughs> I watch Tucker Carlson sometimes for a laugh. And now in my YouTube algorithm, it's like Ben Shapiro devastates gay SJW yeah. on campus. Yeah. And like that's my recommended. It's like, whoa, how did this happen? And it's like, it, it's so, it happens so quick. And uh, Jordan Peterson discusses why the sluts are ruining men. And it's like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, how, I just, I just wanted to watch one Tucker video. Relax. Yeah. And the YouTube algorithm, it's almost like on purpose funnels kids down to this dark, dark path. And the fucked up thing is, I just saw a clip that went viral this week from Ben Shapiro. And he was talking about, he, he did a whole thing on how empathy is bad for politics. Empathy doesn't belong in politics. It makes better bad policy. Feelings shouldn't be a part of it. And it's like, these guys just promote like being a sociopath, being a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that exists is the free market. Nothing else matters. Yeah, all all that matters is profit and making money for for daddy, aka the ruling class. Mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> literally, bro. And they just want to impress daddy, so one day they can be in the ruling class. Yep, that's what they're doing. They're just you know, I guess putting their eggs in a row or in a basket. No, exactly, bro. And I just I it, it's so alarming. And 
we need to in the discussion cannot just be fuck these people fuck all these kids that listen to them fuck we need to de-platform them we uh, all right the discussion can't be fuck all these people the discussion needs to be be we need to de-platform them we need to deprogram these kids we need to give them content that is that we need to because what happens is by saying oh fuck these kids Oh, they said this on Twitter. We got to cancel them. We got to call their school. We got to get them kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, I've literally seen, like, Twitter leftists I look up to, like, trying to get, like, middle schoolers kicked out for, like, a TikTok. And it's like, listen, man, I don't think it's great that this these teenagers did a racist TikTok. I don't, like, in support of them. But, like, yeah. How about you How about you attack the, the, <laughs> yeah. the system in general yeah. that kind like, of teaches them that? Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, and not the, that those two racist kids on TikTok are necessarily, like, well-meaning kids who were led down the wrong path by Ben Shapiro mm-hmm. means I don't know that that's necessarily true and listen we should look, be on the lookout for racism and kids in school need to get punished and, and not be allowed to do shit like that and often aren't so I acknowledge mm-hmm. all that but, but I guess my general point is we prove their point sometimes by being like fuck you and trying because they'll be like oh they're trying to shut down my speech it needs to be listen to them because if you listen to these guys talk for a little a little while they'll eventually say some shit about like Family values are eroded. La la la. It's very easy to spin that to show them how capital has done the things that they're talking about. Yeah. The things that they identify as like a Marxist conspiracy to make everyone gay is really just a profit conspiracy to make everyone more profitable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And we can show them that and get them on our side. And these are people who are distrustful of the rich liberals and the government in the same way that I am. And you can use that to be like, well, let's not give them too much power to throw us in unmarked vans. Let's yeah. stand together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I don't know. There's some strength that I'm not over here saying we got to make alliances with all right. I'm not going to rush to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I am saying is I don't think we need to – like our issue, our direct threat right now is Trump's fucking Gestapo. The, the, the amount of and on top of that the expanding surveillance state and the yeah. budget given to it and and the leeway given to like what a crime is what violence mm-hmm. is is can a property feel vi- like I'm, I, last time I checked I, like violence against property what is that like there are specific things about the way we have things structured right now that we need to fundamentally change so that future generations future issues future protests aren't facing down the barrel the way that we are because it's 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 bad it is very bad i just i feel i feel like there's like more we could be saying i know than what we're saying you know i know about that but it's like we did hit a lot of the main topics and what we were talking about you know yeah what would you like to say man i mean you've pretty much covered what i want to say i mean it's like it's just fucked up that that trump has just gone this far and then that they, they just think this is okay and they, I, I don't know how if he really thinks that he's gonna win re-election at this point because I don't know would he be making moves like this if he knew that this was gonna be so divisive I guess even among the right all right, that are these anti-tyrannical uh, second amendment people I'm glad you asked this Yeah. so here's like genuinely <laughs> I saw someone say something earlier that has stuck in my head all day. Mm. Has a fascist ever successfully been voted out of office? Not that I know of, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't think so. And so my read on a lot of this, and and you would have heard it on the previous episodes in our analysis, was like, Trump's trying to get re-election here. Mm. And I've said it's dumb for him to make himself to defend the statue guys because he's going to fail at that. Mm-hmm. And and my read on the overstepping with the federal agents recently has been that he realized that he can't be the defendant statue guy, he'll lose, but he can be a wartime president. So mm-hmm. he's trying to basically start a war with people in the streets, trying to go people into violence, trying to get gunfire so that he could be the wartime president and clean up and save America from the horde. Mm-hmm. And since that's not really like, and uh, it's hard to say if that's going to work or how that's going to play out. But to, uh, to, to your point and the point that that tweet makes about voting a fascist out, can you do that? Part of me almost thinks like Trump is strengthening his supporters, his shock troopers. Who are the people that will do the fascist shit mm-hmm. and spray paint the guy, the liberal, just for saying? Because like I saw a video last night of a vet saying, I was in Vietnam 
and you and we did atrocities, but we did it to for in the name of America and a freedom, a freedom you are shitting on. And why? Like he was saying some shit like that to them, you know. Mm. And not that I think Vietnam was a great war, like you know, what, what I don't necessarily even agree with what the dude was saying. But they just walked up to a veteran. Pepper sprayed him in the oh, face. Oh yeah, and he's just like sitting there following him with the camera or whatever. This is actually a different video, but oh, yeah. It, but this is the shit that's going on because yeah, now the yeah, vets yeah. are out and they're getting it, mm-hmm. and all, that's obviously going viral because vets get a little more of a pass, mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about. It's kind of fucked how some people no, get more. That's, of a that's voice what I'm saying. They don't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. Anybody who will dissent. Yeah. Getting yeah. It, could, it doesn't matter if it's vets. Doesn't matter if it's moms or dads. Yeah. And it sucks. It's got to be them for people to give a fuck. I hate to say it, but the, the, I think it's gonna take like the the white girls if we bring out some puppies or something, <laughs> and they like pepper spray some puppies. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't really ever want to think Do, about that. Police kill more, more dogs a year than like police slaughter. Oh I think it's like seven hundred dogs a day. Where are these stats at? Yeah, <laughs> we need it's like seventy out. dogs. A, no, there's is that wild real? Stat. It's like seven. They murder seventy dogs a day. <laughs> it's like some crazy because because every time they invade a house, they just like kill the dog. So like yeah, it's like that Dave Chappelle skit yeah. where it was like shut that fucking yeah. dog. That literally is Dave Chappelle skit. Yeah. yeah. So it's I mean oh, it's fucking crazy, dude. Here so um, so he wants the people who he's gonna figure out who's willing to murder the dogs, and he's gonna figure out who's gonna be the most pissed about murdering the dogs. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he's really gonna be able to shore up his base of like who's willing to pepper spray the fucking vets. Here are my here are my guys. Here are my troopers that are going to support me, and I'm dumping money into their pockets. We got a deal. And here are my generals and my people in the army. And, like, I think he's almost – and here are the biggest dissenters. Here's the people who are going to stand up. And I think he's figuring out how to stay in office. Or who the the players are going to be in this war. This not proxy a war. war there. <laughs> well, well it, 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 he's going to figure out who the players are in this proxy war. So that mm-hmm. in November, let's say Biden does win and he doesn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. He's got, I mean, but then again, if Biden does win, he has the power of the U.S. government behind him. Does he? Duh. What do you think? No, I don't know. I think Trump's done a pretty good job of shoring up who's okay with the Trump thing and likes the Trump people and doesn't like the supporters on the streets who they're up against and yell at them and who they're voting for. Okay, but I don't know. Do you think this this unique... Oh, I am American. I will follow whoever's and all. Do you think they, they're going to have that same energy that they did? I think, that, yeah. That they I, did do, four yeah years I do. Ago? I do. I do. They, they were I think like, it's, it, he's still your president. You still got to have... It. You know what I mean? The, well, I think a lot of uh, people will believe that it's an illegitimate election with Biden. That they... they I think Trump's really doing good. Again. Oh, I, yeah. That's... That's guaranteed it's gonna happen. He's gonna say it. it's rigged. And I think a lot of people will believe that. And and I gotta I gotta say, I gotta say about the Biden thing. Like, it, 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 they're gonna be. It, they have a point in saying it's rigged. At the very least, the primary was pretty rigged. And but that being said, the Republicans are the one who rigged shit with the gerrymandering and with all the fucking voter fraud. Like that, a lot of that shit, voter ID shit. The Republicans are the ones really fucking up and really like voter doing the voter suppression. Mm-hmm. It's really not the Dems. But all that being said, the Dems do do shit like misinformation campaigns and the same shit that they accuse the Trump campaign of doing. And it's like Trump's just gonna and, and so a lot of those people who are who told people who didn't respect Trump, well he's your president, you gotta deal with it, those same people are gonna go, Well, it was an illegitimate election, Trump's stepping up to the plate. And who knows what Trump's going to do? He can hold his new election. or I don't know what the, the next step would be. But I do not know that Trump would let, is going to let go of power. And I almost feel like this whole thing is his, like, ensuring that he can hold on to it uh, and has the power to do so. Because the liberal apparatus isn't really standing up to it. And, I, I, but, and that's when you really get the, the revolution. And that's because you really would get people on both sides and people who would fl- splinter off and... Uh, that would be crazy, but I do not know that Trump's ready to leave office. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, and 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 I. That's a pretty crazy timeline, though. But I'm almost at this point. That's it's cool. like, it's like, is it that crazy with everything going on? Not really. Yeah, I mean, it's just quick to really think about that. Like in the next four months, this could all could happen. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like the shit could really set off. And mm-hmm. That's what I'm very nervous about. Like. What is going to be the aftermath of whatever happens in November? Yeah, because it's going to be something bad on either side, you know. 
Well, so if let's say Biden does win and Trump leaves peacefully, will there be st- people still buying into that rhetoric enough to like stand up against the government? I think all those people are pussies actually and won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we'll read on it. I, I got to be honest. I do not. I do not. Because most of these racists who you see will say shit online or on a Facebook post. When you get catch them in person, they yeah. won't say shit. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of the people who show up with the rifles to the protest, the reason they feel comfortable doing that is because they're not going. They know they're not going to fucking mm-hmm. use them. There's a reason I'm not walking around with my fucking rifle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's because yeah. one day I might be prepared to use it. These people, they're fucking cosplayers. They're pretenders. I don't think anybody's going to be like. Leading, oh, Joe Biden's in a legitimate president. We're storming DC. And if it is, it's going to be like 15 dudes that immediately get fucking arrested. Yeah. However, Trump, Biden wins, Trump doesn't leave. I do think you're going to see people storm DC. And there really will be a standoff with his federal Gestapo and everybody else. And I'm curious to see if there's parts of the military that would branch off and rebel against Trump. My inclination is to say no. But I want to say yes. There are generals that probably... No, because you're seeing that some of the generals, like famous generals in the past, they're dissenting the decision to go and storm cities like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think that there is still a moral conscience around the military mm-hmm. that we serve the United States, not Trump. Yeah. Exclusively. Yeah. I think that is a, a motif that is pretty common and standard among yeah, military people. Who knows though? But what? But really, because like the DHS and the military, are, I guess two different things. Well, yeah, but birds of a feather. And my concern is the military seizing power. Yeah. Um, in in lieu of when the democracy fails, if it's not if the it, either the people seize power, or the military do. And my concern would be if too many military people defect, that the people will fail to seize power. It would just be the military. But my inclination is to believe that the mil- like I don't know that much the military is going to dissent or enough where it would be the military seizing power. I, and and there's I, who the fuck really knows? This is some real like crazy theorizing dystopian going shit on. we're talking about. Yeah, right this now. is uh, who the fuck knows what's going to happen. Realistically, I think Biden could win it, and then things might just you know the protests keep going on. And they keep giving small things and victories and, you know, things just keep trotting along as normal. Nothing feels right. And things, you know, slowly they drip away our rights. They do, they little overreactions like this with no real response to them. And the the, the line gets moved in the sand a little more. We get comfortable with more and more and more. Mm -hmm. That's likely what will happen. And the fascism will just keep creeping, creeping, creeping under Biden, under everybody. We'll just keep seeing it grow. Or Trump's going to massively fucking overstep. And we're going to see, like, blood on the streets. Yeah. And people actually fight for freedom. And I, I'm almost anticipating Trump fucking up big time. Because he's been fucking up. This guy has been, like, shitting the bed massively. Uh, he, bigly. In so many ways. <laughs> and uh, I truly, I just don't... I really... But and, and the wall around the White House shows me that he's planning something. Yeah. Why does he feel that he has to defend the White House? Like, why is there this new concrete wall around the White House? Like, Because he's scared. He's scared. Or, or he, he's scared of the response of what he potentially may be planning. Yeah, exactly, bro. And, like, that's... And maybe it was the response for this, and he doesn't want people storming the White House, like, fuck you, because of the feds. And, like, that could be it. But I don't know, man. A whole new huge-ass wall after the last one wasn't even torn down? Like... It seems like bro's really fortifying himself in that bitch. Yeah. And that's terrifying. There's concrete walls around the White House. Like, he's about to, like... Yeah, bro is ready for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think it, it's something probably going to happen this week. You think? Uh, it's probably going to happen. Dude, I'm really concerned about Chicago. Like, now... I really, I really think that uh, there's something planned for Chicago. I mean, he Chicago's been something he's talked about for... Ah, I, there's something not right about the Chicago thing. I get a bad feeling about it. The Portland thing went so well. I almost think it went well enough for us to be like, yeah, bring on the feds. And then when it, uh, I'm really worried it's going to turn into a bloodbath. And I'm really worried that a lot of people, when it does turn into a bloodbath, are not going to, don't want the blood, are going to go home. Yeah. And and then they're going to differentiate the people, the bloodbath people from the other people. And that's how they'll be able to. To, to finally divide the protesters and really violent ones, non-violent ones, and all the extremists. Because honestly, if you are extreme, you really believe in the things. Mm-hmm. It would be in, in the face of federal unmarked federal agents from the DHS, from Border Patrol, from ICE, 
gunning down civilians in the streets uh, and, and really embark on a war with their own civilians, it would, if you are a real patriot, you would stand up. And it would be a great way to get all the real patriots thrown in jail and killed mm-hmm. up and before you try to seize the election in November. Yeah. That is very true. Crazy shit, but who the fuck? Let me just solidify this prediction in stone on the podcast, just in case this motherfucker does pull some crazy shit. So, and uh, I hope by then Chicago uh, will still still is not burning as a city. At yeah, that point. I'm really curious. Keep, it'll, keep it'll an eye on Chicago. Burning. Keep an eye on Chicago. I feel like this whole country will be burning if that happens. Yeah, I do not know what's gonna be going on by the next episode, but I agree with you. I do feel something coming. But all I know is. Guitar center finna get dead. That door kicked out. Oh, Gotta <laughs> <laughs> have some new recording equipment. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh shit! No, we are not looters. No, we do not promote the activity of looting. It would in the it would be wrong to loot the people who are so hardly our no, nation. Yeah, the, the, those hardworking CEOs who. Who do so much? So much for us. And yeah. Yo, do you hear this crazy shit? You're talking about education funding in Chicago. Apparently, Delta Airlines, just Delta, was given more money than the entire education system combined. It's like not even. It's just so fucking frustrating, man. Yeah. Like. So in the face of that, like, yeah, yeah I think I, I'm not going to shut anybody for looting, but I do want to make a point of saying that, yeah, that we're, we're joking about that shit, but yeah, man. It, yeah, fuck all that. But anyway, we are going to actually go buy some real mics. We've been talking about doing it. We're about to order them right now. So right now. <laughs> good, good audio quality coming soon. Um, thanks for listening to the, to the start. The start, the beginning yeah. chapter of Inside yeah. Agitator. Thanks for sticking around for the first yeah. eight episodes now. Yeah, eight episodes. Um, oh, we, we got a little loyal listenership. We love you guys very much. I see the different people and demographics that listen every fucking time the episode comes out. Thank you guys endlessly, uh, especially our uh, our listeners in France. You guys fucking whip ass. Bonjour, my niggas. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna come over and get some of that bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for All right. Much love. Much love. See you.